Welcome back to the Self-Care Bestie Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burse, LCSW, and today we're going to be talking about seven surprising symptoms of social anxiety. So if you think you know all there is to know about social anxiety symptoms, I'm challenging you today to think again. The reality is that many behaviors people without social anxiety are quick to write off as a person being indifferent, aloof, or even mean could really just be symptoms of social anxiety. Now, this truth is for kids as well as adults. So the next time you're out there in the world and you see your child or your spouse or your friend or even yourself exhibiting any of these behaviors, you don't need to diagnose them. In fact, I recommend that you don't. But perhaps it's worth asking yourself whether the purpose of their behavior isn't to be mean, but rather a manifestation of the discomfort that they or you are feeling in a certain social setting. Now, a quick note, I challenge you to listen to this list and see if there's any of these social anxiety symptoms that may apply to you. Not so you can diagnose yourself because, again, that's really a no-no, but more so that you can check in with yourself and see if you may be experiencing social anxiety. Typically, when you get to the root of a problem, even one you may not know have existed, you're actually able to cope with it effectively and it won't get the best of you. Okay, social anxiety symptom number one, suddenly turning quiet. I experienced this one when I went on my first ever self-care retreat. And honestly, it was the first time I had ever been in a group therapy type situation where I was a participant and not the leader. After many years of working at a rehab hospital, I had hundreds of hours of group experience under my belt. And as such, I entered the group pretty sure that I'd know what to expect. But once the group started, I found my usually extroverted self sitting stone still like a statue and not participating unless called upon. If you would have asked me at that moment if I felt socially awkward, I would have laughed. Who, me? No, not a chance. Even as a kid, I rarely shied away from the chance to be in the spotlight. My affinity for drama even earned me a very appropriate nickname when I was little, which you can learn more about on my website, selfcarebestie.com, under the blog category. Now, ironically, my mom was on the retreat with me and just so happened to be sitting next to me. What's wrong with you, she whispered. You're hardly talking at all. This is a self-care retreat. This is your thing. At first, I denied I was acting any differently than usual. But I mean, a mom can always see through our BS, right? After the first group, we were sitting on her bed discussing the conversation. And she was like, I've literally never seen you act like that. It's like you were shy. And I had to laugh because it was probably the only time I have ever been accused of being shy. But she was right. It wasn't long after that that I admitted I felt super awkward being a participant in the group and not leading it. I was experiencing social anxiety symptom number one. So the next time you're wondering why the cat got your tongue or why your spouse hasn't strung two words together at your work party, it just may be that social anxiety is the culprit. Now, even if you're a self-professed extrovert like me, check in with yourself or the person in question and see if you can name what it is you're really feeling. Okay, social anxiety symptom number two, talking way more than usual about something they're an expert on. 
So sometimes social anxiety can cause a person to swing to the opposite end of the conversational spectrum. They might start talking a lot about a project that they're heading up at work or a book they've recently read. You might even think they sound a bit prideful as they go on and on about said topic. But the fact is they could just be feeling uneasy in the social setting or they're self-conscious about not talking enough. So they're talking about the one thing they feel truly confident about a lot. Afterwards, you might be tempted to berate yourself if it was you doing the talking or joke about it with your significant other, but that's not really helpful. Instead, give yourself or them grace. It's normal to feel uncomfortable in social settings every once in a while, especially if you don't know many of the people that you're with. We've all been there, so just laugh it off and let it go. Social anxiety symptom number three. Agreeing with everyone about everything. Now, if someone is feeling socially awkward, you may notice they start to agree with everything everyone says. I mean, it makes some degree of sense, right? They're trying to suss out what this place and these people are like, and they're afraid, hence the anxiety, that they might do or say something to offend or upset someone. And this is especially true for any people pleasers out there. So if you overhear your friend with like a severe nut allergy saying how much they adore peanut butter M&Ms just after someone else has been raving about them, they're not likely a pathological liar. They're simply feeling uncomfortable or socially anxious. Again, the best course of action is to just let them be and give them grace. After all, there's no harm done. I mean, unless like their new friend gifts them with a Costco-sized gift of peanut butter (laughs) M&Ms in the near future. But, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, if that's the case. All right, social anxiety symptom number four, becoming critical and harsh. Now, this is what I was talking about when I said that socially anxious people might appear mean. I honestly think that most of the meanness in the world is a direct result of fear and anxiety. But that's a post for another day and a podcast for another day. If you or a loved one are suddenly the most sarcastic person in the room, it might be time to check yourself before you wreck yourself. A common strategy for people who are feeling social anxiety is to point out the flaws of others to make them feel better about themselves. I mean, it's the same as it was in elementary school, only this time, it's not the class bully being mean to you. It's either you or a loved one acting out. Ouch. But you may be tempted to bite their head off if someone you care about starts acting critical or harsh out of the blue, but take a moment to breathe and further assess the situation before you do that. Try to understand that this could be coming from a place of anxiety and just check in with them. Even asking, is everything okay? Or saying like, you seem upset. Is there anything I can do to help? That goes a long way in diffusing the situation and easing their social anxiety. Social anxiety symptom number five, lack of focus or seeming distracted. When someone's feeling socially anxious, they usually have a lot going on in that brain of theirs. Their amygdala is probably in overdrive trying to find the nearest exit, and their cortex is probably trying to talk them out of it and convince them they're not going to perish at this here dinner party. Now, all neuroscience aside, you might find yourself having to repeat to yourself, well, repeatedly, if the person in question can't hold their focus because they're feeling anxious. 
If you notice this, it's another good opportunity to ask if there's anything you can do to make the situation a little better for them. Try not to get frustrated with them for not listening to you. They're doing the best they can. Social anxiety symptom number six, acting hyper. This one is especially prevalent in kids, but can occur in adults also. Ever wonder why your kids act crazy the minute you have company over? They were doing just fine before your dinner guests arrived, but once they do, they're bouncing off the walls. It could be that social anxiety is to blame. Whether it's a child or an adult acting more hyper than usual, ask them if they're feeling nervous about anything. Again, ask if there's anything you can do to help. Usually when you call out the behavior, I mean, obviously not in front of anyone, it will diminish. Social anxiety symptom number seven, becoming reclusive. While this symptom might not be as surprising as some of the others, it nevertheless deserves a mention. Sometimes social anxiety becomes so overwhelming that the person suffering from it decides not to go out at all. So you may notice a friend canceling plans more often than not in a given period of time and wonder what the heck you did wrong. But chances are nothing. Don't be so quick to assume that your friend or loved one doesn't want to be around you or doesn't want to be your friend anymore. In fact, don't assume anything at all. Just give them the time and space they need and don't make it about you. And if you're the one feeling anxious and not feeling like going out, that's okay too. Allow yourself to cancel plans that no longer serve you or are just stressing you out too much. But if you find yourself canceling everything all the time, it's best to check in with a therapist to make sure there isn't a bigger problem underlying your desire to stay home. Okay, my friends, this wraps up your list of social anxiety symptoms that you might be surprised by, but I'm curious if I missed anything. So feel free to let me know. You know I love hearing from you. You can find me on Instagram at self underscore care underscore bestie, or you can email me at any time, C-B-E-A-R-S-E counseling at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you and I encourage you to head over to my website, selfcarebestie.com to get all the self-care and mental health freebies that I have to offer from a self-care planner to a self-love workbook to an anxiety reducing email course and much more. I have lots of good stuff in there for you and I look forward to hearing from you soon.